Good morning to you all. Welcome to service and welcome to the presence of our Heavenly Father. I just want to key in into the message we just had from joy in the morning. And I want us to pray one or two or so prayers before we go into the words. The message, unfortunately, we were just hearing echoes. And I'm still hearing echoes even from this speaker as I'm speaking to you. So you couldn't hear what that message was. And it has to do with coming to church. Number one, seeing God and hearing him and going home blessed. And I will explain that to you. Jesus, if you read the book of Revelation, and even before then, after he speaks, and he has ended his speech, he will say, those who have ears to hear, let them do what? Let them hear. What is the implication of that? There is no man that God creates, or a woman that God created, that does not have a physical ear. But it is not every man or woman that hears, even though they are not deaf, that hears with their ears. It is not every man who has these naked eyes that sees with it, even though they are not physically blind. So, <laughs> if you read Genesis chapter 17, God, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit were passing one day. Abraham was sitting under a tree. And Abraham said, these people passing, they are not ordinary people, as I can sense it. He rushed to them, begged them. He just made one request. Visit my house. Take water before you continue on your journey. Unknown to him, he was welcoming God into his house to fulfill a promise made 25 years earlier. If Abraham makes that day, welcoming God into his house, I don't know what would have happened to him. Acts chapter 9. The Bible says, when Paul was knocked down by light from heaven, they saw the light, but only Paul had the voice. The two apostles that were on their way to Emmaus, in Luke chapter 24, that we read earlier on, the Bible says that Jesus was the third person walking with them, discussing with them, engaging them in discussion. For a whole day, until they got to a place where they were to sit down and sleep. And they were saying, can you also have the night with us? He said, okay, let us eat first. As they were about eating, he took bread, breaks it, gave it to them. It was at that time, their eyes were opened. And by that time, he has gone. Let me use another illustration before you pray. Because I want you to pray. But there are people who have eyes 
and they see. Ears and they hear. But before I give you that illustration, you remember the cousin of Abraham, Lot, in Sodom and Gomorrah. The day God was to go and destroy the place, Lot saw the angels just passing. And he welcomed them. He said, this looks like not normal people. He recognized them. And he welcomed them to his house. And you all know what happened. He was delivered. You remember the woman called Rahab. He recognized the army of Israel. Joshua, at the gate of Jericho, God stood before him like this. And said, I have come to take over this battle to fight for you. The eyes of Joshua was opened and he saw, this is God, this is not man. My friend, Jacob. Jacob was at the gate of heaven. In the house of God. He had an encounter with God. After everything, he said, ah. So God is here. This place looks like the gate of heaven. No, I don't even know that God is here. I want to tell you today, God is here. <laughs> you see? See your response. I want to tell you today, God is here. Those whose eyes are open, you will see God. Those whose ears are open, you will hear God. Finally, before you pray, because we are going to pray with that two prayers. You remember the servants of Elijah? Army gathered against them. When he opened the window, he saw the soldiers. I said, we are done. We are finished. There is no way we can escape from this. What happened to his master? The master laughed. He said, this boy is blind. So he cannot even see the people that are around us. I prayed to God and said, God, please open the eyes of my what? Of my servant. Let him see. When the eyes of his servant was opened and he saw multitude, multitude of soldiers, it was at that time he said, ah, I didn't know that we have this kind of defense around us. When you go as a child of God, you don't know the number of angels that are guiding you. Finally, in Matthew chapter 17, and you can also read the account in Luke chapter 9, the Bible says Jesus went to the Mount of Transfiguration. He took three people, Peter, James, and John. When they got there, they saw glory. They saw the transformation of Jesus. They saw Moses speaking and Elijah unto him. They saw. They saw. What did I say they see? They saw. Not only did they see, they had. So, their eyes functioned. They saw glory. And they had. What was it that they had? They had the voice of God. What did God say to them? He said, this is my beloved son. Listen to him. They have eyes. They saw. They have ears, they hear. Some people have eyes, they don't hear. Some people have ears, they don't hear, and eyes, they don't see. Lift up your voice unto God. Say, Father, Father 
I have eyes and I have ears. I want my ears to hear you today. I want my eyes to see you today. I don't want to be blind. I don't want to be deaf. Open your mouth and pray. Some people have ears. They don't hear. They have eyes. They don't see. I have proved it to you in the Bible. I want to hear you like the apostles Peter, James, and John. They had and they saw. Father, let me hear you. Let me hear you. Let me hear you today. Let me see you. Let me see glory. Let me see glory. Glory. Father, let it be a day of seeing glory. Oh Lord, open my eyes to see. Open my ears to hear. Don't let me go back empty-handed. Lord God of heaven and earth, don't let me go back empty-handed. Let me hear. Let me see. Open my ears to hear. Open my eyes to see. Father, let me hear and let me see. And Lord, that your name alone be glorified. Thank you so much, Father. We give you praise and we give you glory. For in Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayed. Please pray. Because Peter, James, and John, they had and they saw. What was the testimony of Peter? Peter said, don't let us go back. We have seen glory. We have heard the voice. Let us be till the tabernacles here. What is the point of going back? The day you enjoy God, the day you encounter God in church, you will not feel like going back home. Lift up your voice unto God. Say, Father, as I leave this church today, don't let me go back empty-handed. Open your mouth and pray. Peter, James, and John, they got something from the Mount of Transfiguration. And they said, we don't want to go back home. Today, Father, don't let me go back empty-handed. My Father and my God, this day, don't let me go back empty-handed. Don't let me go back empty-handed. And so, Father, I thank you because you will do great and wondrous things even in my life today. May your name be praised, O God. Thank you, eternal God. All glory and honor be unto your name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Can I have Ezekiel chapter 1? Ezekiel chapter 1. On the screen. Now it came to pass in the 13th year, stay there, I have not disturbed you. In the fourth month, in the fifth day of the month, as I was among the captives by the river of Cheba, that the heavens were opened and I saw. Heavens were opened 
And I saw the visions of God. Verse 2. In the fifth day of the month, which was the fifth year of King Jehoiakim captivity, the word of the Lord do what? How? Expressly. Expressly. See, that proves what I've just asked us to pray. He saw the visions of heaven. He had the word of God. Lift up your voice unto God. Say, Father, let your word expressly locate my life today. Open your mouth and pray. Let your word expressly locate my life. Let your word expressly, expressly locate my life. Let it come to me expressly. Let your word come unto me expressly. Let your word come unto me expressly. Thank you so much, Father. Lord, we bless and worship you. For in Jesus' wonderful name, we are praying. Lift up your voice. Say, Father, as it was in the case of Ezekiel, his heaven was opened and he saw the visions of God. Let my heaven be opened. Let me see the visions of God. Open my eyes to see heaven. Open my eyes to see my God. How I wish to pray. Open my eyes. Let me see the visions of my Redeemer. Let me see the visions of my Creator. Open my eyes, oh God. Open my eyes, oh God. Open my eyes. Father, open my eyes. Open my eyes. Open my eyes. Thank you so much, Father. We give you praise. And we give you glory. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. You are alive last year, August. And you are alive this year, August. You saw August last year. And you have seen August of this year. Lift up your two hands unto God and appreciate God. Open your hands unto God and appreciate Him. You have just gone through a whole year of the church. Give him praise. Give God glory. Give God honor. Give God praise. That you are not being buried. You are not in the grave. Give God praise. Give God worship. Give God glory. Give God honor. Bless him and, and appreciate him. Exalt the name of the Lord. Worship him. Magnify him. Exalt him. Thank him. Lord, we bless you and praise you. We worship you and we adore you. We give you glory and honor. Be exalted forever. We bless you, Lord. Thank you, Almighty God. For in Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayed. If you love yourself, when I ask you to pray, you pray. God said, you know, the reason why you have a pastor. A pastor is the watchman over your life. A pastor is the one sitting at the gate of your life. When he sees the enemies coming, he will alert you 
enemies are coming, rise up and defend. That is why a pastor is a watchman. He is a watchman. God hates a watchman that is asleep. God hates a watchman that cannot back, that is not, that is supposed to be backing like a lion, but it's like a dog. It's like a moor. So, a pastor is a watchman guiding, giving instruction, and watching against the advent of the enemy. Against the enemy approaching your life. And you are going to lift up your voice and say, Father, by the authority of the name of Jesus, I come against COVID-19. I will not die of coronavirus. I cancel every exploit of coronavirus against my life, against my family. I cover myself with the blood of Jesus. I, my soul is delivered from a timely death. My soul is delivered from the grave. I will not be buried in this year. I will not die. I will not die. By the authority of the name of Jesus, I will not die. I will not bury any member of my family. I will not bury any member of my church. The God of heaven and earth is my God. The deliverer is my God. The Savior is my Lord. When I ask you to pray, and you don't pray, you are on your own. Save me, deliver me, rescue me from coronavirus. Rescue my family. Rescue my home. Rescue the members of my church. Rescue my children. Lord, deliver me. Deliver my loved ones. Thank you so much, Father. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Lift up your voice, say, Father. Every killer disease that is out there, whatever that can take my life untimely, I come against it in the name of the Lord. Any disease that can take my life, any disease that can take the life of my children, any disease that can terminate any member of my family, I come against it this morning. I destroy every struggle of sickness, every disease, every pandemic, everything that is from hell. I come against it by the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I, I, and I decree by that authority, the name of Jesus that is above all other names, I paralyze, I cancel, I overcome, I prevail over every pandemic, over every cause, over every disease, over everything that is contrary to the will and purpose of God. Call it cancer. Call it arthritis. Call it kidney failure. Call it heart disease. Blood pressure. Whatsoever it is. Fibroid. Any disease. I come against it. By the authority of the name of Jesus. Get out of my life. Get out. By the authority of the one who created the heaven and the earth. Get out. 
Thank you, my Father and my God. For in Jesus' name, we are praying. Use your mouth and declare, say, Father, I will not die. I will live to declare the words of God. As I see this August, I will see next year August. As I participated in this convention, next year convention, I will be alive. Open your mouth and pray. I will not die. As the Lord God of Israel liveth, I will live to declare the words of God in the land of the living. I will live to declare that Jesus is Lord. By the authority of the one who created the heaven and the earth, I will see another convention. The name of the Lord God of glory will be exalted over me. Yes, the Lord God of heaven and earth will be exalted. He will be praised. He will be honored. Thank you so much, Father. We give you praise. And we give you glory. In Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayed. Jesus shall be honored. Shall be honored. Shall be honored. Jesus shall be honored. In my life. Every day. Hallelujah, Jesus shall be honored, shall be honored, shall be honored, Jesus shall be honored in my life every day. Sing hallelujah, Jesus shall be honored, shall be honored, shall be honored, Jesus shall be honored in my life. Sing, O Lord Jesus, Jabiana, 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 O Lord Jesus, Jesus Eternal Rock of Ages, we give you praise. The God who answers prayers will worship you. Our Rock and our Father, the Ancient of Days, the Head of the Church, thou alone art worthy. Please accept our worship in Jesus' name. Thank you for your convention that just ended. Thank you for last year's convention. Thank you for a new wave of glory. Thank you for the first service after the convention. Thank you for taking us through the entire convention. Thank you for all the miracles, all the signs, all the wonders, all the testimonies, all the blessings, and the word of God that came unto us during the convention. Father, accept our worship in Jesus' name. Thank you for keeping us alive. Thank you for preserving our salvation. May your name forever be praised. 
as we have asked of you this morning in prayers, please attend to our cry. Answer all our prayers. In the name of Jesus, we will not die. We will not die of any ailment. We will not die of COVID. We will not die of any disease. You will be our covering. You will be our deliverer. You will be our healer. You will be our physician. In the name of the Lord Jesus. All of us, we will live to declare your name in the land of the living. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the service of today, open our ears to hear you. Open our eyes to behold you. Father, at our time of returning home, let us return with blessings overflowing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Almighty Father. Glory be to your name. In Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayed. Wave to somebody and say, God bless you. Please be seated in Jesus' name. Choir, thank you. Thank you for standing. The Lord will strengthen your legs. And the Lord will empower you. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You are alive and you are not sleeping. Praise the Lord. Welcome from the convention year 2021. We want to give thanks, praise, glory, honor unto God who enabled us, kept us alive to be able to see the convention of this year despite all the challenges both before and that is still ongoing during this convention. The Lord showed that he's a faithful God, proved that he's a faithful God, and enabled us to go through the convention successfully to the glory of his name. This morning, I will be discussing briefly a new wave of gratitude. A new wave of gratitude. The theme of the convention was a new wave of glory. We all know what glory is. Part of the things that I told you just a moment ago was that God wanted to show a new wave of glory to three of his disciples out of twelve. He took them to the mountaintop. He revealed his glory unto them. They saw the beauty of the Lord. They saw the glory of the Lord. They saw the wonders of God. They heard the voice of God. They were so blessed with the new wave of glory that they decided if they were to be left alone, they don't want to return to the valley anymore. They want to remain on the mountain top where they so beautifully experience God. This day, you will experience a new wave of glory and it shall locate you in Jesus' name. A new wave of gratitude. Why a new wave of gratitude? You know that 
when we talk about gratitude, it's showing appreciation for what God has done for you. So, there are levels by which you can appreciate God. And we see an example of the Bible passage that I asked them to read ahead of time. We see level of gratitude. Solomon was the king after David. And you all know the story of Solomon. I don't need to begin to teach you about that. Solomon was a product of a relationship that had a very faulty foundation. The former wife of Bathsheba was killed and Uriah, his wife, excuse me, the wife, Bathsheba was taken by David to wife while his husband, her husband Uriah was killed. And so, that gave birth after the first child that God said, no, this is not going to stay, to Solomon that came thereafter. In ordinary course of things, Solomon was not meant to be the king. But it pleases God to allow Solomon to be the king over Israel. Solomon himself acknowledged this and said this severally. He knew his background. He knew where he was coming from. He knew he was not entitled to what he got from God. So, when the opportunity to show appreciation came, the Bible says Solomon went to Gibeon and offered thousands of offerings unto God to let God know that he appreciates him. Wow. Wow. Okay. I don't know if I have the time now. I was told that the Bible passage was not taken. Let's go to 1 Kings chapter 3. 1 Kings chapter 3. So, I thought they read it to you. 1 Kings chapter 3. Read it from verse 3. And Solomon made... And Solomon loved the law, walking in the status of David his father. Only he sacrificed and burnt incense in high places. Please be very fast because we are going to verse 15. And the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was the great high place. A thousand burnt offering did Solomon offer upon that altar. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, ask what I will give thee after he has given this offering. And Solomon said, thou hast shown unto thy servant David, my father, great mercy. And according as he has walked before thee in truth and in righteousness and in uprightness of heart with thee. And thou hast kept for him this great kindness that thou hast given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. And now, O Lord my God, 
thou hast made thy servant king instead of David, my father. Can you hear that? Thou hast made me king instead of David, my father. And I am but a little child. I know not how to go out and how to come in. And thy servant is in the midst of thy great people, which thou hast chosen, a great people that cannot be numbered for or counted for multitude. Give therefore thy servant an understanding how to judge thy people, that I may decide between good and bad. For who is able to judge this thy so great a people? And the speech pleased God that Solomon has asked this thing. And God said unto him, Because thou hast asked this thing, and thou hast not asked for thyself long life, neither has not you have not asked for riches for thyself, nor has asked the life of thy enemies, but has asked for thyself understanding to decide judgment. Behold, I have done according to thy words, lo. I have given thee a wise and an understanding heart so that there will not be so that there was none like thee before thee neither after thee shall any arise like unto thee. And I have also given thee that which have not asked for both riches and honor so that there shall not be any among the kings like unto thee all thy days. And if thou wilt walk in my ways to keep my status, my commandment, as thy father did, as thy father David walked, then I will lengthen thy days, the last verse. And Solomon awoke. And behold, it was a dream. Can you imagine that? All I have been reading to you, it was a dream. If it is you, they had this kind of dream. God forbid you wake up and you forgot it. The wave of glory. The new wave of glory. The new wave of blessing. That God promised David. Was in a dream. And he came to. After that dream. Look at what David did. And he came to Jerusalem. And stood before the ark of the covenant. Of the Lord. And offered again. Both offering and offer peace offering and made a fast, a fixed unto all the people. The new wave of blessing was released unto Solomon in a dream. But what led to that? Gratitude. Gratitude. So today we are talking about new wave of gratitude after the convention. And even from now, you will experience a new wave of glory. A new wave of blessing. A new wave of promotion. A new wave of multiplication. A new wave of healing. A new wave of deliverance. A new wave of lifting. A new wave of open door. You will experience it. Brother, do you remember the prayer you prayed that God should open your ears so that you can hear when God is speaking? Did you hear what God just said? Do you know how you respond to it? 
You know God has just spoken. Those who have ears to hear, let them do what? Let them hear. What I've just said, they are prophecies. What? They are what? Those who caught it, they will get it. You know, I led you to pray. I said, God, open my ears. God, open my eyes that I may see and that he may do what? I may hear. In 2 Kings chapter 7, the situation of the country was bad, was worse than what is going on in Nigeria now. 2 Kings chapter 7, the situation of that country was so bad. If you read 2 Kings chapter 6, preceding that chapter 7, and you read from verse 25, 26, 27, you will discover an account of something that happened there. There were two women. Because of the dire situation of that country, it was, the situation was so bad, terribly so bad, that they agreed to be killing their children for food. One day, one has already surrendered his own son. They killed that boy. They cooked that boy. They ate the meat of that boy as food. It was hunger that led them to that. Hunger. 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 Suddenly, in chapter 7, just the next chapter, just the next chapter, An ordinary man, born of a woman, but who has God behind him, who is called a man of God, who represents God, stood upon the altar and said, In 24 hours, by this time tomorrow, even though day before yesterday people were killing themselves for food, by this time tomorrow, the trouble is over. I stand upon the altar of God before God this afternoon, this morning. Every trouble that troubles your life, in 24 hours from now, they are over. You know what? A man who sat in the congregation just the way you are sitting now, had that declaration until today. Until today, how can God change situation of Nigeria overnight like that? Until today, and the man said, "Man of God, even if God, if God were to open the windows of heaven, this thing you are saying, how can they be?" Ah! The man of God said, "The word has gone out of my mouth." If I be a representative of God, the word has gone out of my mouth. And he made a statement. Because you doubted God, he said, you will see it, but you will not taste out of it. If you remember the account, read 
Second King chapter 7, verse 1 to verses 1 to 20. We will not be able to go through it. Because I'm talking about a new wave of glory. So when Daddy Geo declared a new wave of glory as a representative of the living God, where are you in the faith? Where are you? How much did you embrace? How much did you appropriate? How much did you believe? When he says a new wave of blessing is coming, just like the man in 2 Kings chapter 7, when you read from verse 1 to 20, who said, Ah, man of God, man of God, where do you stand in this new wave of glory? But I, I know the God that I serve, what he says. He said, I will back up the word of my servants and I will confirm their words with signs following. Of course, you all know what happened and let in 2 Kings chapter 7. As the, man, as the man of God declared it, the Lord God of glory also performed it. So 24 hours thereafter, it happened. So today, I want to announce to you there is a new wave of glory. God will open your ears to hear the word. That he will open your eyes to see glory. I repeat that again. By the authority of the one who created the heaven and the earth, there is a new wave of glory. That new wave of glory is already moving. A new wave of healing. A new wave of deliverance. A new wave of childbearing. A new wave of fruitfulness. A new wave of breakthrough in your business. A new wave of promotion. A new beginning. A new dawn. Celebration. Answer to prayers. A new wave of glory. The Convention of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. This last convention was my 29th convention since I entered Redeemed. By next year, I, my humble self also, will have been participating for 30 years in the Convention of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. So I came in when the church was just 40 years old. By next year, August, the church will be exactly 70 years. Daddy Gio will be 80 years. Pastor Deborah Konde will be 30 years in the church. I love this. Why will I not celebrate God? Why will I not rejoice? So a new wave of glory, therefore, serves as the dual purpose when the convention of the church that we just had, it is the beginning of a new year and the end of another year. Don't forget the message you are hearing is a new wave of gratitude. And I will give you a few points and then we'll pray. Why you must show gratitude to God 
on a day like this. Usually, when we come back from the convention, normally what we do, and we will do it this morning, is to do thanksgiving. Because God has just taken us through a whole year. I don't know whether you know, September every year is the January of the church. You must know the doctrine of the church that you belong to. You must know the calendar of the church that you belong to. The end of the church year is August. And so we are beginning, we are just about ending the church year. In actual fact, by the end of convention, the church year has ended. Ordinarily, we are supposed to be on holiday, but church cannot be on holiday. So, but by September 1, that is the January of the church. So, why therefore must we show gratitude unto God? God has just taken us through a whole year. A whole year. And I like what Solomon did. Solomon appreciated God. He saw what God has done. And when, he, when God saw the value that he placed on gratitude, God said, even what you do not ask for, I will give it unto you. May God give you a heart of gratitude. May you know how to appreciate God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Number one. What do I show gratitude unto God for at a time like this? You remember, this is not our first Thanksgiving Sunday. But this is after convention. The preservation of your life. From last year, August, to this year's August, is a whole year. You must say unto God, glory, honor, and praise unto your name. In 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 3, 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 3, the Bible says, Elkanah, Hannah, and Penina, they go to Shiloh year in, year out to go and worship. Every August, the redeemed Christian church of God gathers together as Elkanah and his family gather together in Shiloh to go and worship God. We went to convention just like Hannah, Penina, and Elkanah went to Shiloh and on the day, one of those conventions, when Hannah was returning home after several years of paying a visit to Shiloh, he returned home rejoicing with her baby. On Thursday, on Thursday of the convention, Daddy Gio, was it Thursday or Friday? The day they usually ask the children to come out. Was it Friday? I think it was Friday. It was Friday. All those people that you saw that danced out, they were people who have been trusting God for children. That God, between one convention and the other, remembered and opened their womb. If there is any of them in this church today, asking them to be thanking God, I wonder how much time they will be able to have to thank God enough. 
So you see multitude, just like in the days of Hannah, return home with their children after they have gone to Shiloh. We have gone to, in the case of um, Winner's Chapel, they call their own what? They call their own what? In the case of the redeemed Christian Church of God, we just call it our convention. Is that not so? But it is an arena. It is an avenue. It is an occasion. It is a period when God distributes miracles, signs, wonders, blessings, all kinds of things that God gives unto his people. When they gather together and he comes to their midst. That is one of the reasons. The preservation of your life. You saw last convention. You saw this convention. It is enough for you to give glory unto God. Can I hear your amen? amen. Number two. Why do I give thanks unto God today? If you read Exodus chapter 12, verse 14. Exodus chapter 12, verse 14. When God ordained the convocation of the Passover in Egypt, God placed a demand on the children of Israel. He said that it's not just that you are going to observe this thing. You must observe this thing from generation to generation. It is a memorial unto you. You wonder why we gather together every year as a church to celebrate the faithfulness of God, to mark the assistance of the church. It becomes a memorial from generation to generation. I just told you, I entered into it 30, about 30 years ago, 29 years this convention. By next year, when it will be 70. And after you have gone, even this convention will be going on except when the Lord returns. Your children, children, children will continue where you stop. Nobody said amen to that. And I ask you to pray that God will open your ears. I just pray a very serious prayer for you. I said your children's children's children. So, the convention. Therefore, you must note those who show more gratitude get more from God. Get more from God. Number two. Why do we appreciate God today? Preservation of your salvation. Preservation of your salvation. Your salvation is a gift from God. Your redemption is a gift from God. It is not everybody that saw the light that you have seen. For adventure, it may not even be everybody in your family that has seen God, that has known God. I know of a family that I come into their life about almost 40 years ago. I have been begging God to, to redeem that family. That God, please let them be saved. Let them be redeemed. Let them see the light that I have seen. I'm still waiting for God to answer that prayer. And I'm not going to give up until God answers that prayer. I've been praying that prayer for over 30 years. So, when you see that you have been redeemed, you have been saved, 
then you must give thanks unto God that between last August and now, you didn't lose your salvation. The trouble of the world didn't take God away from you. You didn't deny God by the challenges that you are facing. You didn't say Jesus is no longer Jesus because of the trouble of the world. You hold on unto God. That is when your salvation is preserved. It is not of him that the will left. It is the grace of God. And I pray that grace will not be withdrawn from your life. The grace of God will preserve you until you see Jesus face to face. Matthew chapter 7, verse 21 to 23. Now, everyone that says unto me, it is not everyone, not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven, it's not everybody, not everybody that is saved. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name, we have cast out devils. And in thy name, do many wonderful things. Look at what he says on that day. In verse 23. And then I will profess unto them, I never know you depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I prophesy over your life today. May God never say to you, depart from me. May your life not be accounted as a worker of iniquity. This race that you started, and thus far, God has served you. You will not draw by the wayside. You will finish well. You will make it to the end. You will break the tape. By the authority of the name of Jesus, you will enter into the kingdom. In the name of Jesus Christ. So you thank God for your preservation. Of your salvation. That God has preserved. 2 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 5. The Bible says. Examine yourself. Whether ye be in the faith. Prove your own self. Know ye know that. Know ye know your own selves. How that Jesus Christ is in you. Except you be reprobate. It's not everybody who cherish salvation. Excuse me. I would rather die. Than my salvation to be taken away from me. If you want to kill me. You can kill me. Don't take my salvation away from me. Because you can kill this body. But you cannot kill the spirit. This body will decay. On the last day. The day this body is finished here on earth, it will decay. It's ordinary earth. But don't take my salvation away from me. So I cherish it. It's not everybody who is saved. But because you are saved, you must give thanks unto God. Number three, the word of God came to us expressly during the convention. Psalms 107. Verse 20, he sent his word, his word healed them and delivered them from their destruction. There were so many words of prophecy. In fact, there was a time that the Jew was saying, when there is a new wave of glory, God is only asking me to prophesy. And he began to prophesy. And he began to prophesy. And he began to prophesy in the life of men. 
a 79-year-old man fasted so much. When you go close to him, you will see him that this is not an ordinary man. So when he speaks and he opens his mouth, you know that heaven is backing it up. He prophesied. And one of those occasions, you will remember many testimonies that we had without prejudice to what I will say next. One of the things that we need to give glory and honor to God for are the testimonies that we had during the convention. I, many occasions I stood up and I was shouting. I was shouting hallelujah. This is God. Only God. Only God could have done this. You remember the lady that was captured and he was taken to be, was meant to have been taken for ritual. And he got, they got there and they said, the lady now said, she began to speak in tongues. Who listened to the testimony? Alright. Now place yourself in the shoes of the parents. This girl, I think she was sent to school or she was coming from school. I can't remember now. But she entered the wrong vehicle. And they captured her. But thank God for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And she began to speak. Kamasa kuyakayaba. When she began to speak in the Holy Spirit, they now began to wonder, which language is this? Where are you? Which do you belong to? And he said, the redeemed Christian church of God. And the people now said, is that the church on the express? And he said, yes. And they asked her another question. Is it that man they call uh, pardon? Is that Yoruba pastor? Aha. He said, yes. And it was that that saved the girl. It is uncommon. If it were not God, they threw this girl out of the car, the bottom line. They took her out of the car, gave her money, brought her to the road, and asked her to go. Why the rest of the others that were captured were still left in the car to be killed? Great testimonies. Testimonies that you only can come to the conclusion, this must be God. And if we don't value that God, if we don't appreciate what that God does, we take it for granted. Oh, it's common. God will say, oh, oh, this one, they don't appreciate what I'm doing in their midst. That is why we don't want to get to that point where we devalue what God is doing. We want to let God know we appreciate him and what he's doing in our midst. Look at the person that was delivered from cancer. Look at all diverse miracles, all diverse testimonies that when you listened, you will know this is God at work. I have a duty to lead you, inform you, create the awareness that God is in your midst. And the God that is in your midst is a mighty God. Miracles, signs, and wonders. That we go during the convention. Mark chapter 16, verse 20. The Bible says, and they went forth and preached everywhere they went and God confirmed their word with signs following. Healing, deliverance, blessing, new wave of every blessing we can talk about. Verse 
For those of us who are in the camp, something happened, and I want to show it to you. I think it was on a Tuesday, the rain fell in the night. You remember the rain that fell in Lagos during the week? It, that was so heavy during the convention. Do you all remember? It was in the night that the rain fell. I want you to give me a confirmation that you know what I'm talking about. You all remember the rain? All right. In the camp where we have hundreds of thousands of people, the new auditorium, that was the day we were meant to go to the new auditorium. But nobody could park at that car park on that day. In other fact, the following day, when we went, the play was still very difficult to park. So they moved the service back to the old auditorium. On Friday, the service went back to the new auditorium. On Saturday, the service went back to the new auditorium. On Sunday morning, the service was to end. As they were cheering the grace, heaven just opened. As they were cheering the grace, heaven just I couldn't see the kind of rain before. Everywhere. Please put your hands together for God. The question naturally any man will ask, if this rain has fallen on Friday, on Thursday, excuse me, on Saturday, and on Sunday morning, there will have been no service. But God heard, the one who controls the heavens and the earth, he heard the rain until the program was over. Celebrate God for me again. You see, if you wait till the time you lose what God has given unto you, at that time it might be too late. At that time. And I want to say something to you for the first time today. All of you who are joking with your Christianity. I don't know 90% of you who are here. God brought you. God ordered your steps into this auditorium. It's not me that brought you. But listen to this. God brought you here. If God brought you here, listen to this. It is not in all generations that you have a man that God raised up like our general was here. It's one. It's one. In a generation, one in a generation. What is the implication of that? We are so privileged to have him, but we are not taking the best out of him. A lot of us don't attend program, whether watching it virtually through television, you don't have time, or come to the camp. And I'll give you an illustration to this. In 2 King, 2 King chapter 2, when you read from verse 1 to 13, something happened. 
I preached that message in this church in 2018. I don't know whether you will remember. I preached it in America and it landed me into trouble. But I want to tell you three things this morning. I don't know why God is bringing it here. Listen to this. There are three categories of you in this church today. Three categories of people that are present at this place as I'm talking to you now. Number one is that those who will get miracle no matter how long and no matter what it will cost them. Those who are dogged, those who persevere, those who are committed, those who are ready and willing to go to extra mile to do it. That is a category. And those ones are, are very few. You can count them on your fingertips. Such people, they attend digging deep. They attend special programs. They come for national programs. When you ask them to fax, they fax. They read the word of God. They listen to God. God speaks to them. And they are very close to the mind of God. So, oftentimes they know the will of God when God is to do anything. That categories of people are very few. They are the ones trekking on the rough path, the rugged path, the rough road to heaven and here on earth. That is a category. The second category are the spectators. What do I call them? And the spectators, they are in the church. One sin, one warning. In the Bible, they call them mixed multitude. When the children of Israel left Egypt and they were on their way to the promised land. Now, this mixed multitude, excuse me, these spectators, they are like the spectators that watch the EPL that started yesterday. How many people watched EPL yesterday? You see how we were, we were hailing them? Even though they will not give you one pound. I hope you didn't break anything in the house. When they missed the kick. And all of that. We are, the spectators are the ones hailing the people to their own Sussex. They gold them. They encourage them. They shout. Now, in the church, those are the people that write petitions against people like me. They help me to get to my finishing level. They help me to get on my feet to pray. They help me to fast. They help me. When you write anonymous petition, when there are nothing, and then you allow me to groan to God. God, they have come again. God will say, go and fast, go and pray, go and do this. So they do all of that. People like them are like the people in Egypt. If you remember Genesis chapter 15, when the children of Israel, when Abraham misbehaved, and God said, I will punish you. I will take you to Egypt. Egypt will be the iron rod that I will use to punish you. But when they finish with you, I will deal with Egypt. So when they finish with the children of Israel, God said, all right, I have used you as a tool to punish them. The rest is your destination. 
and they were swallowed up. Spectators don't go anywhere. And I will illustrate, I will prove it to you by the word of God. I don't know why God has allowed me to tell you this. And it's, it's the matter of Daddy Gio that brings this. How old is Daddy Gio? 79. A prayer was prayed for the first time in life during the convention. Those who were there had it and it was publicly transmitted all over the world. But I will not, I'm not going to repeat it here. But it proved one thing that daddy is not young. And if he's not young, therefore, all of us who have this privilege of getting the double portion, the triple portion of the anointing, you do everything extra mile to get it. So in second king, now the top categories of people. Those are the, th the, those are the people that make things to happen. Who are they now in second king chapter 2? The sons of prophets. God revealed it to them. That Elijah was to be taken to heaven. Elijah, the one that carries fire, was to be taken to heaven. On a particular day, God showed them the day when Elijah will leave this world. Foolishly, interestingly, in an embarrassing manner. And they began to run after Elisha. Do you know your master is to go to heaven today? God is about to take him. And they kept telling the guy. And the guy kept telling them, I know. Keep your peace. I know. Keep your peace. They go from Gibeon, from Gigal to Jericho. Jericho, Jordan, Bethel, they crossed Jordan. And the man got the double portion of the spirit of Elijah. When you read Acts 13, when the man was coming back, those who were telling him, your master is going tomorrow, your master is going today, what were they doing? They were bowing down. They were bowing down. For how long will you Will you just be coming to church every Sunday? For how long? When will you stop making coming to church on Sundays alone your habits? Coming to church alone on Sunday will not help you. Will not take you far. When we have joy in the morning is coming on Saturday now. Only one thought. Or this congregation will likely be here. Only one third. In the morning, on Saturday, 7 to 8.30. What do we come here to do? To come and pray. To engage the enemy in a warfare. War battle. You don't know the, the issue of your life is a battle. Issue over your children is a battle. Issue over your marriage is a battle. In your place of work is a battle. You are talking about promotion in office. You are talking about somebody. You don't know it's a battle. Somebody without any reason will just hate you for no reason. You don't know it's a battle. You engage the enemy in the battle. The business you are doing, you think you are the only one. They are competitors. I remember when I was practicing law those days. There was a manager of a bank. 
I was to be given a brief. I don't, I, I wasn't a Christian then. I wasn't a, no, I wasn't a Christian. If I was a Christian, it wouldn't have happened to me. So, they've written on my name, the name of my farm, on that brief. Very small thing, very small money at that time. UBA. I will go there, and they said we should see the manager. So I went inside to go and see the manager. And when I, the manager saw me, he, he, I looked strange to him. It wasn't the expected person that he wanted to give the brief to. Do you know what the manager did? He canceled my name right in front of me. What can the poor man do? I'm telling you reality of life. That is why the Bible says the kingdom of heaven suffered violence. But it's only the violence that does what? That takes it by force. Do you know similar things have happened to you that you don't know? JB, it's me that know my own. What about your own you don't know? Do you know how many gangs, conspiracies, meetings that are held over your life and destiny? Let's go to the word of God. We are talking about gratitude. Why you should show gratitude. We should show gratitude that God raised up a man like Pastor E.A. Adeboye. The benefit of his sacrifice. That man fasting at the age of 79, more than 40 days and more than 40 nights to hold a convention. And when he gets to the altar, to the pulpit, the heavens open, you just begin to hear the word. You don't begin to hear the word. You don't begin to hear the word. <laughs> we should thank God for that. Please celebrate God. It's a gift to our generation. I made up my mind. Anywhere this man is ministering, as long as I am alive, I will follow him. I will get anything I can get from him before heaven takes him away. That is my determination. I remember sometimes ago, my late wife told me in one of their meetings, when <laughs> Daddy Joe, where he passed, where he was walking like this, some people were watching for his footsteps. And when he passed, they took their children. It is as good as that. You will not miss your miracle. Yeah. Does somebody have ears to hear? Let's round up. Why do we need to celebrate God? Testimonies. We celebrate God because God tabernacle over the church. The overall Sussex of the convention is sufficient enough for us to appreciate God. Now, quickly let me tell you, how do you continue to enjoy the new wave of glory? Number one, how do I enjoy the new wave of glory? Number one, you must believe in the God of the new wave. As I told you earlier on, the, the man of God said, by this time tomorrow, by this time tomorrow, it's only in a, a pastor's house. It's only in a pastor's house. Ah, ah. Hey. 
Let me tell you this, you don't know. All those men of God from Ghana that we bring here to come and bless you during breakthrough conference. When we finish the breakthrough conference, do you know what they always have me to do? They will say, take us to the camp where the DGO ministers. They will get there, they will fall flat, rolling on the ground. They appreciate the anointing that God has bestowed on the man. Rolling. In fact, one day, one of them removed his suit and said, anywhere this man has ever stayed before, I want to rub my suit with it. I'm carrying it back to Ghana. Ah! What is the church of Pastor Yadeboye? Pastor Adeboye himself said one day, he was walking in the camp during his prayer walk. I'm quoting him now. Quoting him. He says some people were praying for his removal. In the pastor's house, Jesus said, a pastor is without honor. A pastor is without honor. Those of us who have been joking, joking with our Christian life, with the gift that God bestowed upon our lives, you are hearing a serious warning this morning. Thank God for auctions, inspiration, prophecy that you are hearing through this message. Because all I'm telling you, I didn't plan it. I didn't write them down. It pleases God. For God to be inspiring what you are saying. Check your Christian life and get the best when it is still time. So, you believe. If you don't believe, even when the man says it, it will not going to work for you when you don't believe. You don't believe prophecy. You don't believe the man of God. You don't believe what he says. You don't believe. So how will it work for you? If he said there is a new wave of glory and God spoke to him, ah, shit. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, the Bible says, those who come to God must believe without faith. It is impossible to please God. And anyone who comes to God must believe that he is and is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. John chapter 3, verse 3 to 5 says, Except a man be born again, you cannot enter, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Number two, you must not just believe in the God of the new way, you must also believe what he says and through his prophet. Number one is to believe God. Number two is to believe what God says and what his prophet says. The prophet of God for this time over our life is E.A. Adeboye. What did he say? What did he say God has said? He said God said there is going to be a new wave of what? Glory. Believe. Second Chronicle 2020. Second Chronicle 2020. Believe in the Lord your God. So shall you be established. Believe in the prophet. So shall you prosper. Number three, stay connected to the giver of the new wave of glory. Don't get disconnected from God, no matter what. Don't get disconnected from God, no matter what. 
The Lord God is your, is your defense, your deliverer, your protector. He's the one who can make ways for you. Don't get disconnected from him. Exodus chapter 3, verse 14. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. I am the God who is always present at every occasion. I am never old. I performed miracles of a thousand years ago. I perform it now. I am that I am is my name. Don't get disconnected from this God. Number four. Practice and live the life of obedience. First Samuel chapter 15 verse 22. Practice. Obedience will give you a new wave of glory. Excuse me. When you make a pledge to God, honor it. When you want to give your offering, know you are giving it unto God, not unto man. Pay your tithe. When the church declares a fact, make sure you fast. When we gather together to pray, let us pray. Obedience. God said, I hate sacrifices in place of obedience. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Sacrifice of offering or begging or petition will not replace obedience in the sight of God. Honor God with your offering, with your first fruits, with your substance. Obey his word. Don't fornicate, don't fornicate. Don't lie, don't lie. Don't cheat, don't cheat. Don't steal, don't steal. Obey God totally. And then you begin to experience a new way of glory. Let me tell you, either you believe it or not, obedience is a matter of life and death. Read Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 15 to 20. I will not have time to read it. He said, I have said before you today, life and death, Evil and good. Choose good. Obedience is a matter of life and death. And finally, remain faithful to God who has given you all things. Remain faithful. It's expected of a servant to be faithful. Remain faithful. Forever be thankful. Be thankful unto God for all that he has done. Be faithful, be thankful. In being thankful, always remember Psalms 105, verse 1 to 5. Psalms 105, verse 1 to 5. Psalms 105, verse 1 to 5. Can I have it please? Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, call upon his name. Make his deed. Make known his deed among the people. That is what I'm doing today. I'm letting you know that God is in our midst. Make known his deeds. Sing unto him. Sing psalms unto him. Talk ye of his wondrous works. Talk about it. That is what I've been doing since morning. Talk about the wonders, the wondrous works of God in the life of men, in our midst. Glory ye his holy name. 
Let the heart of them that rejoice, that seek God. Let the heart of, okay, let the Lord and his strength. Let the Lord, seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face evermore. The lax verse. Remember his marvelous works that he has done. His wonders and his judgment. Everything that the Lord has done. And that is why Psalms 103 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Remember all the things that the Lord has done. Shall we rise up on our feet? Shall we rise up on our feet? Bless the Lord, O my soul. All that is within me, bless his holy name. Do not forget all that he has done. Do I therefore invite you to lift up your hands unto God to appreciate him for all that he did for us during the convention that I have made so known to you. Lift up your voice to say, Lord, you didn't leave us empty. You blessed us. You visited us. You hired us. You performed wonders. You performed miracles. You are the God of a new way. You said it and you are doing it. And it's continuing. We give you praise. In this church today, we give you praise. We honor you. We were beneficiaries of saying. We had everything you gave us. We received blessing. We didn't receive condemnation. We give you honor. We give you glory. We give you majesty. We give you dominion. Amore. Amore. Allah Amore. We worship you. We bless you. We appreciate you. We glorify you. You preserved our life. You let us and you led us. We brought back miracles. We brought back signs. We brought back testimonies. We didn't come back empty-handed. Between last year and now, you preserved our life. We saw another convention. And many more are still coming our way. We were not in the grave during this convention. Your name has been exalted. We lift up your name. We worship you. We give you praise. Oh Lord our God, we give you glory. Oh Lord our God, we thank you for the general of us here. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your anointing. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your power. We thank you for all that you did during the convention. The enemy did not have his way. God had his way. We give you all glory. We give you all honor. Heaven visited the earth. We bless your name for all the wonders of your work. For all the miracles that you perform, those who are ordained, those who are blessed, the miracles of healing, the miracles of deliverances, the testimony that we have. Lord, we give you glory. Lord, we give you glory. Lord, we give you glory. Oh, Lord, our God, may your name forever be exalted. May your name forever be exalted. May your name forever be exalted. We love you. We celebrate you. We bless your name. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Oh Lord our God. May your name be praised forever. May your name be praised forever. May your name be praised forever. Thank you almighty God. We bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name. Receive all the worship. Receive all the glory. Receive all the honor. May you be glorified forever oh God. 
Thank you, Almighty God. Blessed be your name, Lord. For in Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayed. If you have done it successfully, I'm going to ask you to pray a prayer. If you have thanked him, as you ought to, lift up your voice and go say, Father, we are in the season of new wave of glory. Let me experience a new wave of glory. Open your mouth and pray. Oh Lord, in my family, over my children, in my ministry, over my own life, let me experience a new wave of glory, a new wave of blessing, a new wave of promotion, a new wave of favor, a new wave of open door, a new wave of anointing, a new wave of help, a new wave of deliverance. Oh Lord my God, let me experience a new wave. Let me experience a new wave. Let me experience a new wave. A new wave. A new wave of promotion. A new wave of remembrance. A new wave of fruitfulness. All the barren women in this church. Let them remember. Lord, Lord, let them be remembered for this new wave of fruitfulness. All the singles. Let there be a new wave of marriages. All those who are sick. Let there be a new wave of healing. Almighty God, for business people, let there be a new way of open door, of promotion, of enlargement. Oh Lord, let there be a new way. Those who are working in their offices, let there be a new way of promotion. Oh Lord, a new way. Let there be a new way of remembrance, answer to prayers. Let there be a new way. Oh Lord, our God, you are the God who has spoken it. Let us experience it in our businesses, in our offices, in our families, in our lives. Let there be a new way. You are the God who has spoken the word. Oh Lord, through your prophets, we believe, we believe, we believe a new wave of deliverance, a new wave of healing, a new wave of help, a new wave of success, a new wave of promotion, a new wave of enlargement. Oh Lord, let there be a new way. Remember us during this time, in this church, in our family, in our places of work. Let there be a new way. Every lack, let it come to an end. Disease, let it come to an end. Barrenness, let it come to an end. Helplessness, let it come to an end. Evil work, let it come to an end. Let there be a new wave. Everyone that is not getting a job to do, let it come to an end. Father, Lord, open doors. Let there be a new wave. A new wave of help. Let help come to your people. Your mouth has spoken it, oh God. That is a new way. Let there be a new way. All those who are buried in this church, I decree today a new wave of childbearing, a new wave of fruitfulness in the name of Jesus Christ. All the singles that are old enough to marry. Oh Lord, let there be a new wave of marriage. Let doors be opened. Let doors be opened. Let doors be opened. For business people, let there be a new wave. For every member of this church, 
Oh Lord my God, let there be a new wave. 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 Thank you, Almighty Father. In all our businesses, in all our financial matters, in all the works of our hand, the mouth of your servant has spoken. Let there be a new way of success, of progress, of enlargement, of promotion, of increase, of enlargement, fruitfulness, multiplication. Let there be a new way. No more death. No more timely death. No more disease. Let there be a new wave, O oh Lord. Thank you so much, Father. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. I want you to bow down your heads as I pray. If there's anybody here today, you are not born again. You have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You are still living in a righteous life or righteousness. You lie. You cheat. You exaggerate. You fornicate. You are faithful. You steal. All those are evidence of your not being in Christ. If you are born again, you will find it difficult to have those, some of those things we just mentioned operating in your life. So today, an opportunity is given to you again by God. You will not say you didn't hear. God brought you to make you take a decision to retract your step, retrace your step, return unto God your creator, and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That is the whole reason why God brought you this morning. And I don't know whom you are. And it will be sad if you will say no to God who brought you. To help your life. So that you may have a better tomorrow and a glorious future. You are doing some things you know they are wrong. Maybe nobody knows you are doing them, but you know you are doing them. You who do, who do them, you know that what you are doing is wrong. But God also knows that what you are doing is wrong. And your heart also tells you that what you are doing is wrong. But you persist in doing them. Your days are numbered. Except you give your life to Jesus. And so God brought you this morning to make you take a decision. So I asked everyone in this auditorium this morning now to close their eyes. Everyone, please close your eyes. My own eyes are closed. Please close your eyes. If you are here and you are taking the decisions to say, I will no longer continue in that which I know is wrong that I do. I want to return to God. I want to change. I just want a change. I want to stop it. That is your decision. 
And if that is your decision, wherever you are, please just raise up your hand unto God. Not unto man, but unto God. Unto God. Anywhere you are. And if you are raising up your hand, please let it be above your head. So that God can see it. Above your head. Thank you, everlasting Father. Oh Lord, our God, we give you praise for this morning. We say thank you for sending your word to us. We have prayed. Please answer our prayers. Let there be a new wave in all our lives. A new wave of glory. Not of shame. Not of money. Not of death. Not of depth. Not of disease. Not of grief. But a new wave of glory. Of promotion. Of success. Of healings. Of deliverance. Of joy. Of restoration. Of open heaven. Of abundance. Of multiplication. Of divine connection. Of breakthrough. In the name of Jesus. Let there be a new wave. We will testify. Because the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. His servant has spoken it. And it shall come to pass. So shall it be. In the name of God the Father. God the Son. God the Holy Spirit. In Jesus name we have prayed. If you are going to experience a new wave. Shout hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now we are going to do one thing. First. We'll give our offering and our tithe.